This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon, give me your thoughts. Knicks, Lakers, Saturday night, ABC. What are you thinking about our team? Lakers are a uh, perfect example of they can beat anybody and they can lose to anybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, it seems like there's a lot of drama going on in yes. L.A. with them, with LeBron. I know, uh, didn't he tweet out something the other day or something like that? Like, I don't know, he tweeted out some emoji and people are all trying to figure, oh, what does this mean? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was an hourglass or a <laughs> clock or something or other. But T- I mean, time been, is ticking. Yeah, I mean, they, they've been wildly inconsistent. Well, yeah. it was an hourglass. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, they've been wildly inconsistent. So could I see them taking on the Knicks and all of a sudden LeBron looks like he's 25 again and Anthony Davis is doing Anthony Davis? Yeah, sure. But mm-hmm. the Knicks are far more consistent. Yes. So you'd like to think that this might be one of those times where playing at the Garden is a, is a detriment, right? Because people get up to play at the Garden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that might be the, the galvanizing force for the Lakers to, to get on the p- same page, at least for a night. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Well, let's, let's, let's beat the Pacers first. Let's get that yes, one in exactly. the books. Exactly. Get to nine in a row. Yep. And then you move on from there. And, uh, you know, Lakers are an under 500 team, if I believe. I think Uncorrect. they are, right? One game under? Two games yeah. under? Yeah, something so we'll like that. see how they are when they get here. But, uh, look, it's, it's, it's a nice challenge. Let's put mm-hmm. it that way. It's a nice challenge. And the Knicks have met challenges before. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Trey is in Brooklyn, Texas. He joins us next on 9870 ESPN. Good evening, my friends. Good evening. So, Gordon, let me tell you this about Trey. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Here we go. Here when we he go. starts with a low voice, uh-huh. he's usually upset about something. Interesting. So it's so like when your happens. wife gives you the, the, the whisper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? She's not yeah. yelling and screaming. No, no, no. That, no, that no. blows over quickly. Right. He's usually upset about something. Let's see if I'm Interesting. Right. Hi, Trey. Good, good evening, Mr. Hardesty, Mr. Damer. Good evening, all. You're, you know me so well. <laughs> can, I, can I ask you a question, sure. Larry? Go ahead. Can I ask you a question, G? Yeah. Why, why can't your, your coworker enjoy nice things? Joe Leo? No. Hey. Absolutely not. Joe, Joe Leo's a bit. Come on. Don't do that. What nice you know things do I have? About, man. You just had a team exactly. win a national championship. Pipe down. Professionally. Exactly. Well, look, you, 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 you decided to root for the Jets. You knew what you were. Someone in your life should have pointed it out. That's bad parenting. Don't bring Joe, don't bring Joe, don't bring Joe Leo into this, man. This, this man is innocent. Cool. He's good. He's, I'm not talking about him. I'm not. I'm, I, I'm not really allowed to talk about many coworkers. I get very sensitive when I talk about them, so I'm very okay. careful well, about who I talk about. Well, let, let's just say he has a very well-known show that comes on in the morning that follows Get Up. You know, um, I'm. Listen, ah, okay. we don't I have, talk about. We, you know what I mean? Like, okay, yes. and, and, and let me let me first shout out one of his Steve one of his, one of his yes, Steve right, Steve. whatever his name is. I'm not for, not familiar with his work. Anyway, <laughs> what I'm trying to. What I'm trying to say is, you know, there are contributors on on platforms just like you guys who understand the va- the value of the people that we do have in the building versus the people that we don't, right? Mm-hmm. Listen, Tyrese Halliburton ain't here, man. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Donovan Mitchell ain't here. But what we do have is a decent team, man. Larry, I've been calling you long enough for you to know 
that I was going to end on a high note and yes. when, I, when I did low like Teddy Pendergrass. Absolutely. You already know how I'm giving it up. Mm-hmm. So what I'm trying to say is what we have is what we have, and that's good enough for me. You know, I, I'm not a long-suffering Knicks fan. I'm not suffering from anything. But I want some wins. But all this long-suffering, the self-loathing stuff that that the network seems to do, they want to put the camera in front of him when we're doing bad. Julius Randle's go, he goes there with a with an awful show. I've dislocated my shoulder three times, so I understand it. I hope it gets well soon. I really do. Um, it, it's it's one of them things, man. They put the camera in his face, and then he, so he can put his head in his hands. And I know I shouldn't care, but I do. It bothers me. It really does, man, because it's like we can't have nothing good. Or he can't enjoy nothing. Man, this kid, Jalen Brunson, this this man, this is the best point guard we have had. Dear Lord, man. I, uh, man, come, this kid is amazing. It's amazing to watch this every night now. And now he done brought his boys with him from college, and they're doing well. And they, I mean, man, the ball ain't sticking because Julius is out. It, it's, I like this brand of basketball, man. I'm excited about what's about to happen, man. Like, why can't we enjoy what's going on? And, and for and for the last thing, now I gotta say, cause I know y'all got, I know y'all got. Can we please get rid of the damn song? I told y'all about three months ago. I told yeah, I y'all the artist's name is Sky Zoo, and the name is Blue and Orange. Everything we got to get rid of this New York, New York that song. We should have left it in Houston, Larry. Before you got on the plane, you should have yeah. left the tape in You're the right. summit where we lost the ring, and yeah. leave that damn song there, man. We got to update yeah. the garden, man. I, I, right. I can't do it no more. That song's embarrassing. We do. You're right. And, Trey, let me just say this to you. There's an old saying. There's an old saying, Trey. Don't let anybody steal your joy. As long as you're happy and enjoying the Nick games, then you just go ahead and be happy and enjoy the Nick games. Yeah. If other people aren't enjoying them, that's their loss. You just go ahead and enjoy the games and understand that, you know, our colleague Stephen A. is a very passionate young man. And he is, you know, he has a high level, high expectancy. Young man? Younger than me. So that's um, a big, you know, so say anything else, you know. Just let him, if he's upset, let him be upset. But you don't have to be upset because he's upset. No, yeah. Enjoy hey, the look, games. Uh, Steven knows what he's doing. Sure, he does he, very yes, success- he does. He's very successful doing it. Yes, he doing. does. He, he knows knows, he knows exactly what what gets gets ratings and what gets eyeballs and what gets clicks. So It's not his first rodeo. Not his first. It's not his second rodeo. It's, it's, it is weird that if, if, apparently if, you are, if it's your second rodeo, you're supposed to know everything about it. Yeah. Your first rodeo, you're allowed to not know what's going on. But right. if it's not your first rodeo, you're expected to know all the ins and outs. That's right. That's right. He knows. He does. He knows. He's been through many rodeos. He's had a few rodeos. A few rodeos. Yeah. But it's all right, Trey. You just keep enjoying the games. And just remember those old... Just remember, Trey, when you used to call me with scouting reports on point guards coming out of college. <laughs> <laughs> remember those days, Trey? See, look at you laughing. I know. I know. You're laughing. That's what it's about. Now, we don't need no stinking point guards out of college. We got Jalen Brunson. Don't have to worry about what the, the lottery odds are nope. or the ping pong balls. Nope. Or, don't or care. Tanking. There's not nope. been one single conversation about tanking. Oh, so good. What a, ref- it's, it's, what a refreshing time. It's, this is the time to be a Nick fan. It is. 
These are the days. It These is. are the days you have been waiting for, and not just because they've won eight in a row or not just because of 14-2. and two. It's because it's clear the people running the show have got a clue. More than uh-huh. a clue. Yeah. But they actually have a plan. They actually are, are carrying out that plan. Uh-huh. So I don't know what the next move is going to be, but based on what we got to go on so far, yeah. I'm pretty confident the next move is going to be pretty good, too. If it's a big move, it's, if it's a tweak, if it's a minor move, whatever it is. So uh-huh. uh, it's, been very, uh, it's been a long time since we've been able to have confidence in the people running the show. This is true. And there's not that many teams that you can feel that way about. No, not at all. Not at all. And having been one of those teams, <laughs> this is great. It's great. Ah. <sighs> This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Larry, I don't know if you've heard, but this is this one right now. Mm-hmm. It's the final week of the Super oh, Box no. Bonanza number five. Oh, no. And it means it's your last chance to get your box for the big game. All qualifiers get a $25 Fanatics gift card, chance mm-hmm. to win one of 10 Super Box prizes. Mm-hmm. All you got to do, probably what you're already doing, listen to DiPietro and Rothenberg in the morning. Mm-hmm. Afternoons, Barton Hahn, the Michael K. Show. This year's mm-hmm. big game payouts, 500 bucks in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime. And then a final score payout of two grand. Who couldn't use two grand? Oh, please. It's all brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey and the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey and Security Dodge. Come get some. Now, for full contest details, go to SuperboxBonanza.com. That's Gordon Damer. I'm Larry Hardesty here on 98.7 ESPN. You know, Gordon, I get to the calls in a second. I stood up during the break, and I felt like the Tin Man in The Wizard of Oz. Uh, yeah, oh, oh, you have no heart. Oh, no you heart? you need the you need the oil. I need the oil. Oh, the oil. I got you. Cowardly Lion had no heart. Oh, Tin is that Man right? What did the Tin Man not have? Tin, Tin Man didn't have heart or anything else. No, he <laughs> needed a brain, right? No. the yeah. Now, who did, who, what, did the, what did the Scarecrow need? A body. <laughs> he was full the of Scarecrow full of was, was the Scarecrow was the brain? I don't remember. I thought the Tin Man was no heart. And then the cowardly, it was the cowardly lion. He needed courage. Right. Kind of seems like the same thing, no? Yeah. Heart, courage. You know what was crazy? Like Hollywood back then when they had to do like the snow scene, they were just dropping asbestos on them. Isn't that something? <laughs> Man, I really feel awful in this shoot. I can't figure out why. Yeah, they're just dropping yeah. poison on you. Yeah. Why is my nose? Why am I stuffy? Yeah. <laughs> why can't I breathe? Right. I can't breathe for some reason. Oh, yeah. Well, look, it, it usually the, the, the moving and the muscles. Oh. It's usually, I always find it's not even the next day, it's two days. It's that second day. So the yeah. fact that you're already not feeling great. I told you, I'll be lying in state tomorrow. Not a good sign. No, not at all. Not at all. The perfect excuse to not help anybody else. Oh, ever again. No, that's why it's, <laughs> I cut everyone out of my life. That's why I did. <laughs> those calls don't come. <laughs> you know. They know. Yeah, they know. And 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 uh, they will find out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your friends know. Mine will find out. Yeah, I can hear it now. Like, oh, I'm still hurting from the last time. 
Oh. Well, what I do is I uh, those pillows, those pillow, these pillows going. I'll I'll, put, I'll move these into the truck. <laughs> you bring this toilet paper to the next house. I'll grab I'll grab this uh, this. I got uh, that for you. This Costco size toilet paper. I'll Don't worry about it. that. I Ooh. got it. I got this, it. Uh, Ooh, and the towels? Ooh, it's a little mm-hmm. bit heavy. The towel, yeah, the towels. A little bit heavy, but I'll 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 slide it in there for I'll you. I'll slide it in. <laughs> Will's in Jersey. Will, you're next on 98.7. Good evening, guys. Good evening, Larry and, Larry and Gordon. First of all, I just want to say first time, long time. Uh, you guys' chemistry, man, is great. Gordon, you've grown on me over the years. Larry, like I love fungus. you, uh, brother to brother. So um, I just heard Trey's phone call. Mm-hmm. And um, I was compelled to call because um, I'm also a musician. First of all, the Knicks mm-hmm. are doing great. Salute to the Knicks. Um, I love all the energy that you guys are giving the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to get too hyped because, you know, longtime Knicks fan, you know, you always prepare for heartbreak. But with that said, um, I actually I listen to Michael K as much as I can. And last mm-hmm. year, a caller, actually it was Don. Don was, like, making a joke about the Knicks song. Mm-hmm. So I'm a musician. Like, I'm an active musician. I'm a hip-hop artist. I'm a drummer. Like, that's what I do. My mm-hmm. creative juice is kicked in. I okay. actually remixed the Nick song. Okay. Um, I called Michael K. This was, like, over the summer. Peter uh-huh. Rosenberg, who's into hip-hop, who knows what's good. He loved it. He played it. He also played it on his 97.1 show. Huh. Um, so I'm calling to let Trey know that there's a song out there by a sweet artist named Fred Soul. And I feel his pain about hearing that go New York, go New York. But I did something nice with it, and I just wanted to plug it. I will say also, the song is in the midst of being redone. I actually was lucky enough to get a verse from uh, JoJo Simmons, Reverend Runson. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're going to be shooting a video and and putting the song out. Um, Obviously, it's been some trades and things, so we have to go back and, and do the song over again. But the song was the smash. I went viral on Twitter. Um, people were looking for it. So, again, shout out to the network and you guys being flexible. I love listening to you guys. You cracked me up. And I'm going to say this. I want you guys to check my song out, man, like on your next break. It's on YouTube. The name Fred Soul is Go New York. Now, I understand the hip-hop thing. I don't want to call you guys old heads because like, I love you. But um, it's good music. I feel like you can connect. And, Trey, if you're listening – I know you're going to connect, so just thank you for uh, for this time, and I love y'all, man. Keep doing what you do. All right, Will, we're not going to wait for the break. We're going to oh. listen to it now. I heard it. Oh, my goodness. There you go. Yes. yes. The track produced by a young party, one of the hottest producers in, in, in New Jersey. Shout out to Gordon. Shout out to Larry. Shout out to Fred Soap. Shout out to Will in New Jersey. Nice. Let me hear this a little bit. I like this, Gordon. Oh, I can roll with this. More, more relevant, right? I mean, yeah, absolutely. You know. Absolutely. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, that works. You know, I tell you we what, we can we'll, mix that one in. Yeah, we'll slide that in rotation. No problem, Will. Done. Done. See, unfortunately, for better or worse, you remember what's first. Yes, exactly. 
So, uh, it, like, the Mets, Mets go, let's go, that's not a good song either. No. But it was the first one for the Mets, and now you're kind of stuck with it. No, we're not. What was it? The Baja Man who let the dogs out? Oh, I mean, yeah. The Mets, the, the Mets uh, as an organization have not had the best choices in, in, in musical taste. And, and now the they, trumpets are back. Yeah, right. <laughs> I forgot. Trumpets will be back. Trump. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. After this offseason, they, they're going to need that trumpet. <laughs> we might need a band. <laughs> <laughs> not just trumpets. You're going to need a whole something. band to try to they're get They're going to need something. There. Absolutely. Oh, my God. No, but I like that. It's got a different time. Absolutely. Like something different. Yeah. So I, I like how he's like, I don't want to call you old heads. No, no, we're old heads. No, we are. But we, that don't mean we, we don't know what's up. Absolutely. Come on now. We've got life experience. We know what's good and what's not. There we we're go. We're not just we following the crowd. You know. We're not get off my lawn, old heads. Although sometimes we are. Sometimes. <laughs> On occasion. When occasion. necessary. When right. necessary. When necessary. But you know what's the best part of that, Gordon? Uh-huh. His reaction when he heard it. Yeah. He's like, well, hey, look at that. And we can make is. somebody's day that easily. <laughs> That's what we're about. I like it. He's like, you've grown. Gordon, I-, I like you now. I- you've grown on me. I- what that means is originally I despised you. But now, <laughs> after listening this long... You're all right. He didn't know how mm. well you brought people together. Oh, that's what I'm about, Larry. You know, he didn't know. This he is what know. I'm about. He didn't know how well you did that. You do that so well. So mm-hmm. you know, now he now he's appreciative of what you bring to the table, Gordon. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing. And and I will say this. Yes. Uh, like he was saying that he he came up with a song that's better than the original song. Mm-hmm. I am not a musical person. Right. I'm fairly confident I could come up with a song that's better than the original song. It's just the original song was the first one. Yes. And people liked it at the time. Mm-hmm. It was the 90s. It was, and it was perfect because at the time it highlighted the players mm-hmm. that were there. It was about yeah, Starks. It was and, fun. And, you know, Oakley and mm-hmm. Mason and yeah. Mason the Face and all, you know. It, yeah, it was, was good. It was it perfect was for, the for time. that time. It, unfortunately, because the team had like a downswing, it's almost like Bing Bong. It, it, the fact yeah. that the team had the downswing, it almost became like a punchline, that song. Yes. Because it sounded so dated. So, uh, Absolutely. no, well, great job by Will. It was a great job by Will. Harvey, we've got some uh, folks on X that are asking about it. So uh, what's the name of it again? And who's the artist? Give me one second. Now that I just no lost problem. the system. Oh, boy. No I mean, problem. My no goodness. Problem. It's Fred's soul. Fred's yes. soul. Thank you. Is Fred's it soul. soul like the soul of your foot or soul like you've got soul? S-O-U-L. No. S-O-U-L. All right. All right. Go New York. Go Fred's soul. I like that. That was good. That was good. There you go. Good. Yeah, it it's amazing. It's amazing the things that people can do with music technically. Like yeah. you don't, you just take the clip now, and you. It's more about what's in your mind's eye, and, and whatever you come up with, it really comes down to creativity. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. whatever you're, you're, you can think of, you can do technically. Technically now. Yes, absolutely. Whatever you think of, you can make it a reality. Mm-hmm. And that's excellent. That's excellent. As um, I see myself with Dorothy and the Tin Man. Oh, and boy. the Cowardly Lion rolling down go. on X. Um, oh, we got, we got it worked out. We got it to work. I mean, this is why you tune into the show, to find out absolutely. what the Cowardly Lion was looking for, what the Tin Man was looking for, and some Knicks talk. Absolutely. That's what we do. No question about it. No question about it. Real quick, um, on X, J Blaze NYC, Gordon, Uncle mm-hmm. L, that's, you know, my yes. Twitter nephew. Mm-hmm. Uh, A. Aaron is smart. 
is too smart a football mind to think this team is a threat to the young monsters in the AFC the next two years, and does he care about the Jets once he leaves? <laughs> no. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. Is there anyone who thinks he's going to care about the Jets once he leaves? Uh, listen, you could argue, you could wonder if he cares about them considering the, the folks he told them to get. I wonder yeah. if he cared about them this season. Yeah. And he only no, cares about, about them that. so far as it, it, it impacts him. Right. He's not thinking about that. He's just He just wants to make – he just what you know what he did, Gordon. He tested to see how much they would let him get away with. That's what he did. Wow, they let me do that. They let me pick more than one player. They let me pick a. They let him. They let him run through that candy store like it was open season. Mm-hmm. And so now the question is, can they rein him in somewhat? They, they're not going to stop him. So that 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 ship has sailed. But can they rein him in to the point of saying, "Listen, you can't be asking, you can't be volunteering to other people here. We're not getting all these other people you brought in here. None of these people that you brought in here but, work." But, but who, who's, who is who is who is saying that to him in your scenario? Joe Douglas? No, it can't be Joe Douglas. He's the assistant, according to the athletic. Right, because uh, if if it's Joe Douglas or if it's Robert Sala or if it's somebody in the it's front gotta be office. Woody. It's he's gonna go right to it's Woody, and Woody's Woody. gonna tell him, "Oh, Aaron, whatever, no, whatever you no, want." No, well, no, it can't be. It can't. He can't do it. Uh, he can't do it. If indeed, and and what the athletic says is true, because he has said that on a number of occasions, Woody Johnson listens to what people say about his team. He does. Okay. Now, he doesn't always respond in the way that you think he should, but he's a guy. He he walks through the parking lots. And ask and check with fans. He does. Yeah, See but them I do mean, it. isn't that a bad sign though? Like, it's nice that he 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 puts that amount of of thought into it that he wants the fans to be happy. That's all good. But should he be getting ideas from fans? Like, shouldn't well, he know? No, obviously, he's not listening because the fans would have told him no, Adam Gase. <laughs> so, so well, that wasn't that was Woody. That was that was Chris. Yeah, exactly. He, Woody was yeah. was doing other things. Yeah, he um, was busy. I, I don't know. Well-run organizations, I think, kind of know the the route to go. And you have to wonder if the Jets – no, I don't think you have to wonder. I think you kind of know the Jets have yeah, not been a well-run organization it. for they a very long it. time. They just haven't. They haven't. It, it, no it just seems weird that Woody has owned the team for as long as he has, and it doesn't feel like it's getting better. It feels like it's getting worse. His, his yeah. success as an owner came early. Yeah. And it feels like he's more out of ideas now and more desperate now yep. than he was then. I don't know. It is. Well, you know, hopefully they can put something together, but this is this is a dangerous year for this franchise. This is a dangerous year for them. Because if it goes bad, it's not going to get better. It, they, it, it, the only plan better. is it's got to work, Larry. It's got to work right. 100%. This is ESPN New York Tonight. With Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Can you imagine, Gordon, the the uh, tribute video that Dame Lillard got in Portland yeah. tonight? That, now, look, that's a guy that deserves uh, a tribute video. Mm-hmm. I don't know that we need all these tribute. I mean, do we need to have tribute video? Who, who is this for? What, what's the point? We love you. A nice round of applause is more than enough. I don't know that we need tribute videos for Kevin Durant tribute video. Max Scherzer. Aaron Hicks. Aaron Hicks. Absolutely. 
when he comes Aaron back? Aaron Hicks with a tribute video. That, there's nothing worse than having a tribute video and then having the fans boo the person <laughs> who's getting the tribute video. It's, it's, I don't get it. It's life at the ballpark, my friend. Life at the ballpark. Lonnie's in Harlem. What's up, Lonnie? Uh, how you guys doing? Good evening. Uncle um, G and uh, OG Larry. Shout out to the company. Sorry, I'm kind of... Uh, yeah, you're going to get... Thrown us for a loop. I was, trying to order my food. I was trying to order my food, and I had to, like, step, step to the side. But, um, listen, I just wanted to call in and... Uh, I just wanted to call in and, you know, tell you guys that you guys are grateful what you guys just did to the, the guy Will playing his song and stuff like that. Like, it's things like that that, you know... To me, it just makes sports radio and just radio in general, you know, great. Especially when great people do things for people that they don't even really know like that. So that, that to me was just awesome. And, you know, his reaction just honestly made my whole, my night. Because, like, you know, to hear his, like, his luster for his own song and then, you know, just his reaction and thanking you guys. But, and like I said, you know, Gordon, you know, the fact that you came on getting to know you, I, you know, I can't thank you enough for that. You know, you being the first guest on that. Larry, I would love to get you on there as well. Uh, hopefully, Gordon can break it down to you how things went. Look, if you're looking to get Larry tomorrow, he's not doing anything. He's not going to be able to move. He's just going to sit in a chair. So I know, if you can know, schedule uh, it quickly, Larry, Larry, he's will, free. I have, the, uh, I have the masseuse lady ready for you with the oil and all that. Don't worry. Masseuse um, lady? Yeah, not, not now Gordon's trying to get me killed. You're right. Yeah, right. <laughs> he really will be lying no, no, in state. No, 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 no. I don't want uh, Jeanette. I don't want Miss Jeanette going crazy. Oh. Don't worry. <laughs> Neither do um, I. But, uh, yeah. yeah, just want... The next person Larry's going to be moving is himself. Yeah, yeah, if I can. (laughs) (laughs) If you have time, just grab what's necessary, Larry. (laughs) But like I said, guys, I just really wanted to call in and say thank you for that because that honestly was, you know, that was truly amazing. And that was was just great. So thank you. You guys have a great night. All All right. right, Enjoy your meal. Enjoy your food. Yeah, thanks for the phone call. Buddha's in the Bronx. Hey, Buddha, you're next on (laughs) 98.7. Lonnie trying to start some trouble. You got to let oh, Lonnie man. know when you watch a movie, you like the sad ending. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Listen, this mess here. You know, Ed O.G., he got a song with G. Dot and Bourne, and he got a line where he says, life is the worst teacher. <laughs> That's oh. first instructions after. <laughs> mm. yeah. That's that whole jet stuff. I mean, God, you know, listen, it, it's really... It's very sad. You know, Altoon was my favorite jet of all times. I wore mm. 88 in high school. I played split end. You mm. know, but, but but over the years, the Jets, they beat the fandom out of you. I mean, listen, I, I still love the Sixers and the Yankees the same way I did when I was a kid. I mean, the Sixers gave me Doc. They gave me Iverson. Mm-hmm. Yankees give you Reggie. They give you Jeep. But the Jets give you grief. And, um, the, the, it, you know, the article is what it is. Uh, everybody looks bad. Uh, Woody looks bad. Word Salah, he's always looked bad. Uh, the rated R superstar Rogers, he looks bad. Zach Wilson, uh, he looks bad, but then you feel sorry for him. But Gordon, you said it, and you said something to Larry a little while ago. Larry's like, "Look, this Woody can't let this happen." Listen, Larry, buckle up. There's more to come. Okay? Oh my God, no. The, the, the Teflon <laughs> Joe, you heard nothing bad about him in the article once nothing. again. Okay, Adam Gase was this. He brought you in here. <laughs> Rob Sal is this. You brought him in here. Zach Wilson is this. You brought him in here. I mean, come on. Did the whole thing, it, it, you know, leadership, it's not an individual thing. It's cumulative. 
Mm-hmm. And, and their fans, you know, you hear them who call here. They want to keep Joe Douglas, bring Rex back. Uh, uh, let's hire Vrabel next year and keep Joe Douglas. I mean, this, this stuff is, is, is so asinine. And like I said, I love the Sixers and the Yankees. i, I got to be honest with you, I love them more than the Jets at this point. Mm-hmm. But there's a certain parallel with leadership that's going on with the Sixers as well. Daryl Morey brings yeah. James Harden in. Harden facilitates Doc firing, which Doc should have been fired. But, you know, his sabotage in the playoffs and all that, that helped that. So then Maury is ready to give Harden the team. Harden wants demands that they that the rest of the team doesn't want. So then now he turns on Maury. Maury trades Harden. He puts nothing on this roster besides two top-heavy players, two great top-heavy players, one great, one budding great. Mm-hmm. But the usage rate, similar to uh, Durant and Booker last year, that's always going to catch up with you. You yeah. have nothing behind these guys. And like I said to you the night before, there was before that game, I called you and I said, there's no reason for Embiid to be playing. That's right. This low management stuff, I'm sorry. Kawhi Leonard, you know, you think the Toronto Raptors want to take back the low management they did with him? That low management got them a ring. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people who complain about low management, I get it, you know, to a certain extent. I, I do get it. But let's keep it real. A lot of people who complain about the load management, they'll find something else to complain about the NBA if it wasn't that because they kind of really don't like the NBA. And so now you've got this nonsense going on here with all of these, like, fake leaders. And, and you know, it, 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 it's really hard because not only is Embiid injured and, and probably hurt worse than what we know, but quietly. Mm-hmm. How many games has Tyrese Maxey missed recently? Yeah. This yeah. is what you do and you mess up your franchise. This is what yeah. you do. You're right, Buddha. You're right. And um, listen, I Nick Nurse is in a tough spot, Gordon, because he knows he need, he needs him beat. Yeah, they're not going anywhere without him. Nope. And, and that's gotta, and, you know. and that's kind of the and that's kind of where the the load management stuff comes from because yeah. everybody knows it doesn't matter what kind of regular season you have it doesn't matter if you're the three seed or the one seed or the five seed mm-hmm. you got to be ready to go for the marathon that is the playoffs that's all we ever judge any NBA superstar or star player by what did you do in the playoffs that's right uh, Gordon yeah we just had Buddha. Mm-hmm. Now we got Little Buddha. Little Buddha. In the Bronx. He's next on 98.7 ESPN. Back-to-back Buddhas. What, hey, Little Buddha. What's up, my people? What's going on? Always a pleasure. Now, Little Buddha, do you know of any giant Buddhas? Not yet, but as Not soon yet. as okay. I know, you'll be the first one. All right. I just want <laughs> if we could have all the different variations of Buddhas, it would be wild. It would be interesting. It would be uh, interesting. No doubt. No doubt. Um, I got two quick questions, but I just want to make my comments first. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of frustrating when callers call in um, and making comments um, that, you know, the Knicks should, should, should make some more trades. And, and one caller said yesterday the Knicks should get Kyle Lowry. Why should we get him if the Knicks are playing fantastic? I mean, they're the best team in the NBA in January, which is sensational. It, it doesn't make sense. And let me elaborate that more. Some things I remember in life, you know, some things I don't. But something I remember, Gordon Damon's show, a year and a half ago, Yankees just clinched, AL East, first place. And i never seen Gordon Damon frustrated like this. But every caller that day was saying, fire Aaron Boone. 
why in blazes you want to fight the guy? You guys are in first place. It doesn't make sense. You enter the postseason in first place. It absolutely makes no sense, which leads back to the Knicks. Listen, the Knicks are winning, and it's not the fact that they're winning. Each game, they're blowing out teams by 20 points. So all I'm saying is that everybody needs to, to just chill and, and, and just enjoy them. Enjoy them play and enjoy the win. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy the game. I do, Lil Buddha, but in this case, it's not so, what they're trying to do is because the Knicks understand that they have – they want to get a little more deeper on their bench. So it's not like a superstar or anything of that nature right now. They just want to get deeper because, going to be honest, uh, Deuce McBride has been inconsistent in handling the ball and running the offense, so much to the point that Josh Hart has been bringing the ball up most of the time when he's yeah. in with the bench. So that's what it is, Lil Buddha. They're looking for some depth, and they need somebody else to help take that pressure off of Jalen Brunson because, you know, we're a little concerned about his minutes going up. And we don't have to, you know, we, we don't need to make Tibbs want to play him even more than 40 because, you know, he will. But so that that's it. That's in this case, that's why fans are weighing in because they know that with, with the trade of Emmanuel Quickly and R.J. Barrett to bring in, you know, Anobi and Chua and Flynn, you know, you lost a lot off the bench from, from IQ, Gordon. He was, you know, he was good to give you at least 18, 20 points a night. Yeah, if good is good, they want better. Uh, they More is always better. Uh, mm -hmm. And they've seen how the trades have worked out, and they've worked out so fantastic. Let's make another trade. Yeah. Because I do think that Nick fans, who are generally optimistic and are, are, are championship-driven, mm -hmm. they're starting to get feelings like this team can do big things, more yes. than just Eastern Conference Finals, maybe even more than NBA Finals. Now, I think Absolutely. that's getting a little carried away, but that's, mm -hmm. I think, the mindset and how well the trades that they've made – Josh Hart, the deal for Brunson, and now mm -hmm. this latest one. Uh, I think that that's where their minds are at. Rod's in Bethlehem. What's up, Rod? Hey, how's it going, guys? Thanks for taking the call. Uh, I just wanted to, you know, uh, talk about, you know, Leon Rose, the way that he's uh, building this team. You know, when he first got here and we saw, you know, he signed Kemba Walker, Nerlens Noel, Evan Fournier. I had Brody Van Wagen and PTSD on my mind because the way that, that it, it was, I, I, I was freaking out when I, when, I, when he, when he got here. Cause I, I was like the agent who becomes the GM. I just, it was just wrong. But now it's almost like he went to his coach and said, okay, what after that? He's like, okay, what players do you want? And it's almost like he had a double communication with them. And as far as, you know, Nick fans, I've been, you know, like you guys brought it up yesterday with the bomb squad. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what I've been watching since. And we remember the 90s. All I want is back in the 90s where I had during the summertime two or three rounds of playoff basketball, whether they won or they lost, they broke my heart all the time. Jordan broke my heart. But you know what? That's all I want. That's all I want. And, and Gordon, I wanted to ask you uh, your opinion. Uh, I don't know if you watched the hard knocks with your Miami Dolphins. I wanted to know your opinion on that, uh, of, of what you saw. Well, I watched certain knocks. episodes, Rod. I'm not going to relive uh, brutal losses, but that Jet one where the, the defensive back ran the, the interception back mm -hmm. on Black Friday. That Black Friday episode, I watched that one a bunch. Uh, that was a really good episode. But, no, the uh, – the playoff ouster or uh, the the end of the the Bills game at the end of the season. I did not watch no. those episodes. It's a gr it's a it's a nice thing 
to get insight into your organization when it's when it's your team that's being featured. But what you realize is generally good teams don't feel the need to do that. Yeah. They don't need to stir up interest or excitement for their organization because they're good. That's what Uh winning games does that for them. Uh, Will they ask the Jets again this year? I don't think the Jets are eligible. I I think that there's, there's, there's only, um, I don't remember the teams that were mentioned, but there's stipulations. There was only one team they did back to back. Detroit did back to back. No, I'm not sure, but it's like, you can't, you can't, you can't have a new coach. You can't have missed the. Uh, you can't have. I don't remember, but there's different stipulations, and mm-hmm. I think there's like only three teams. It's like the Saints, the Bears, and somebody else. Yeah, you'd have to think it's going to be the Bears. Yeah, I would first think. pick in the draft. Yeah, yeah. How about the Chargers with Harbaugh? That would be that, that would be interesting. That, that would be, be interesting. Really interesting. I do hear that they're going to film a uh, an addendum to last year's hard knocks for the Dolphins when they hire Brandon Staley at my house. They're going to film that, and they're just going to tack it on to the end of the season as their new defensive coordinator. <laughs> I just go on a bloody rampage. Just go postal. Oh, my God. What a lo- losers. I wish Wade I could Martindale? just. No, he's too qualified. They're going to go. They're going to go get some idiot. They're going to go get some idiot. And the, and the idiot fan base, I, there's nothing, as much as I hate the Dolphins, I hate the Dolphin fan base. They're so gullible, and they're so mm. brainwashed, and they just defend the organization, even though the organization is wrong all the time. Uh-huh. So they'll go out and get somebody that nobody's ever heard. Oh, no, this guy's a really good up-and-coming. Right, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, right, right, sure, right. <laughs> Haven't won a playoff game in 20 years. Yeah, this is the ball. Oh, yeah, right, 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 right. Idiots. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. 14-2 in January. They start February tomorrow night. Gordon, in the game you can hear right here on 98.7 ESPN. Our coverage begins at 7 o'clock following the Dan Grossa show. And, of course, uh, you know, it's got the Indiana Pacers, who are a very good team, Gordon Damer. Very good team. Yeah, and I don't like the fact that people are mentioning how great January was because you know what happens when people do that. The, yes. the first game of the next month, you lose. Yeah, you're right. Well, hopefully they won't do that. There'll no, be something we'll different. Lavelle is in Yonkers. Lavelle, you're next on 98.7. What's going on, guys? Um, Gordon, I called you last summer after okay. the or spring when the Knicks lost, and we, we had the whole conversation about Tom Thibodeau, which – it's funny how, to me, that's why I feel like I'm gaslit. The conversation always changes to what I've been saying, but at the end of the year, right? So you were saying that he can cook, but he has a limited amount of things. He can make breakfast. That's about it. So this is my issue. I'm very happy about the team and how we're doing, but I'm also sad because he is not a championship caliber coach. And it makes me think of something that happened today on the case show. Don was kind of upset at Tim Legler. Tim Legler said, the Knicks play hard every every game. And it, and, it, and he was saying, oh, they're only saying it because the other teams aren't playing well. Well, that's my thing with Tibbs. Tibbs coaches every game like it's game seven, but every game is not game seven. So what happens is deep in the playoffs, maybe not the first round, but deep in the playoffs, when everyone has the same level of intensity, you have to have some kind of offensive game plan. 
and he does not have that. Emmanuel quickly was quoted on the McKay show saying he just lets us ball offensively. So my problem is if we had someone like, I don't know, if we could get Jay Wright out of retirement or who knows who else. I don't. It's above my prey grade to know who, who is better. I just know he will always fail us at the end of the road. That, that, it's like watching Titanic. I know how this story ends every single season. And I don't understand why the same owner who owns the Rangers, who, who banged Gallant, even though he was a good coach, but he figured he wasn't the right coach, why he doesn't do the same thing with Tibbs. It just frustrates me. Like he's well, not Think about where they were before Tibbs that. got here, though, Lavelle. I mean, they were, they were no place. You're talking about, well, you know, he's going to fail when they get deep into the playoffs. Let's get deep into the playoffs first. <laughs> it would be nice. It would be nice. Yeah. And, you know, they got better offensive players. Every year and- they seem to get better. Yeah, and the more they lean towards Tibbs' style, they seem to get better, too. All right, my friend, I'll see you tomorrow night following the Knicks. Sounds good, Larry. Wraps up this edition of ESPN New York Tonight. Harvey Julian and Joe, thank you very much. Up next, conversation continues on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight.